Assure our souls, we put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. First of all, when the gentlelady from Texas uh, refers to the uh, supposed concern and fear that she has about the Omicron variant coming in April, then on what basis is the CDC recommending that they end Title 42? <laughs> right, if, if this is such a great concern, then why would the CDC say, oh no, we don't need to use Title 42 to protect our Border Patrol agents, protect Americans? stem the tide of 8,000 people a day come across our border. By the way, it's not just COVID, tuberculosis, flu, uh, all sorts of different communicable diseases. And so, oh, we've got this big fear coming in April, but oh, that's, no, we don't wanna have Title 42. And my colleague from Texas mocked the focus by some of my colleagues on the need to have Title 42, as if it's not causing rampant flow across our border. Little girls put in stash houses, getting raped, cartels making $100 million. And then the chairman scoffs. The chairman scoffs when I say little girl getting raped in a stash house. Has the chairman been to the border of Texas? Has the chairman been in the last year to the border of Texas and met with border patrol agents, gone down and talked to the people that are sitting there looking at what's actually happening in stash would the, houses? Did the gentleman yield? I'll yield briefly. Yes. And what did you find? No stash houses? The chairman scoffed. Is the chairman saying there are no stash houses, no little girls getting raped in Texas? The gentleman will yield? I will. I am not saying there are no stash houses. I'm not saying little girls not being raped in Texas and in every other state in the union for that matter. Well, then reclaiming my time, 
when the chairman scoffs, when we talk about the, the damage being done to this country with cartels having complete operational control of our border, charging three to $5,000 a day to come across the border, and little girls getting put into the sex trafficking trade, I think that tells us a lot about where the priorities are of this committee. And I'm getting a little sick and tired of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle scoffing at Texans having to take the brunt of this. Ranchers losing their longtime family-held ranches. Fences getting cut, livestock getting out, people getting abused. And my other side of the aisle just doesn't give a whit about it as evidenced by the scoff of the Judiciary Committee chairman. It's absolutely mind-boggling. This is what the American people are absolutely sick and tired of. And we're sitting here debating an amendment because we want to say that the power of the federal government shouldn't be used to go after American citizens because they take a different view or they want to share information about their concern about an administration of a vaccine in their arm by a pharmaceutical company that is liability protected by government from any action by citizens to say, wait a minute, what might happen to me if I stick that in my arm? Folks, what an amazing, an amazing uh, group of statements. What an amazing uh, time for Representative Chip Roy. What an amazing opportunity to use his time, I should say, to fight. I only want fighters. That's it. From now on, we only want fighters. This new Republican Party, it's about fighters. If you're not a fighter, no harm, no foul, get out of the way. If you're not a fighter and you plan on being in this new Republican Party, and you're not willing to stand up to the Jerry Nadlers, and you're not willing to stand up to the Adam Schiffs, and you're not willing to stand up to the Nancy Pelosi's and the Chuck Schumer's, and even for that matter, if you're not willing to stand up to the Mitch McConnell's and the Kevin McCarthy's, then we do not want you. Your services are no longer required. Fighters, and fighters only in this new Republican Party. And a big shout out to Chip Roy for using his min- his five minutes to look directly into the eyes of the penguin himself, Mr. Poop Pants Jerry Nadler, and say in front of live TV, you are a scumbag, you are a loser, you are scoffing at little girls being raped, and it's about time that we finally have some Republicans who are willing to stand up and say it to them. The Democratic Party is not used to that. They are not used to a Republican Party looking at them and holding them accountable for their actions. And if you, if, if, looks, if looks could tell you everything you needed to know, did you see the look on Jerry Nadler's face? Did you see the look on Jerry Nadler's face when Chip Roy called him out over the scoffing of a little girl being raped on the border? Did you see the look on his face? He didn't know how to answer because he didn't know what to say. And that, my friends, is the new Republican Party. You better get used to it. You are locked and loaded right here, live from America. Real America's Voice News, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and as always, broadcasting to you live from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you. It is a blessing to do this job for you every day. I feel the show is hitting a stride. I feel we're digging where others aren't. I feel we definitely have our own path 
set out before us, whether we're here, whether we're anywhere else, live from America, is going to continue to help change the world. And I want to thank you for each and every one of you for that. Big shout out to Chip Roy. Today, not only do I want to go and read emails, but I also want to tell you about a recipient of the Slurp Fund that we're going to raise money for today. As always, I am going to start out with $250 from our Slurp Fund. For the Real America's Voice audience that does not know what that is, it is our own internal slush fund that we use to help people that need help. We have a folder of people that need help. We get through them as fast as we can, and this is what it's all about. Today's help is going to go to Trisha, Trisha Santos. She loves the show. She's been watching since the Facebook days, and she's not missed a single one. She goes, I know so many of you are coming for help, or so many people are coming uh, to, to you and to the show for help, and you can't help everyone. And I know it's a long shot, but I was hoping that we could get some help. Um, her husband was a first responder who lost his job in October and just started working again. But they've been backed up, and because of months and months of unemployment, they've not been able to fix some very, very needed household uh, projects that needed to be done, specifically their leaky roof. Uh, anyway, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, they have about $8,885 estimate in order to put on a new roof. Their roof has been leaking for a long time. It's ruining other things in the home. So we're going to help them today. She knows that we can't obviously come anywhere close to helping with the $8,000, but it's one of those folks that say even a dollar would be helpful. If you can't, still love the show. God bless you. So we're going to be raising money for Trisha Santos today. You can either do that by donating on JeremyHerald.com, letting us know who it's going for or to, or you can do it right on the Rumble Rants, and uh, we'll make sure that we help them out. Trisha, God bless you, and thank you for uh, for reaching out. Um, here's another email from Amy Allen. I just wanted to share something fun that happened to me over the weekend. This is incredible. This is an incredible story, and I really want to make sure that we get this story out there because this is the power that God has working through shows like this and others. This is a very fun story, and it's a great story to end on this Friday. I was picking up groceries through curbside pickup, and I was parked next to a good-looking gentleman. I was listening to the recorded morning show when the guy started asking me about who I was listening to. It led to a fun conversation for about a half an hour while we both waited for our groceries. He got his food first, and right before he left, he asked me out. I have been single for a while and just moved to South Dakota from Oregon, so meeting people has been rare. We went on our first date on Saturday night and really hit it off. He has already asked me for a second date, too. We have a lot in common, and it's amazing to meet a great conservative man, finally. I just wanted to let you know that you were the reason this all started. Let's give that glory to God first, Amy, okay? I don't know what the future holds, but thought I would share a fun story. I hope you have a great weekend. That is the kind of stuff that this show is all about, bringing people together, and I hope you have a great weekend as well. One more here from Robert. Robert says, hi, Jeremy. I was a faithful listener to your show and still am. But I had a stroke two weeks ago, and I've been in the hospital ever since. I am known as Bobby Driver. I'm sure you guys have seen that handle for quite a while. I really miss the LFA family. I'm in another hospital now for physical rehab so I can walk again. I know um, so that I can walk again. I listen as often as I can through my iPhone, but I can't connect with the LFA family. Please let them know uh, that I am still alive and Jesus has saved me 
from dying. I watch your shows whenever I can, and I pray the Lord's Prayer with you. I think that's what's keeping me going. If you could please pass this on to the Live from America family, it would be greatly appreciated. God bless you and everything, and everyone, your prayers will be greatly appreciated. Thank you, Jeremy. Folks, those stories that I just read you and the money that we're raising to help out one of our own who's been here from the beginning is the entire reason that we do this show, to give hope, to give strength, to give courage, to spread the word of God, and to bring this country back from the brink of the abyss that it's been on for so long. Thank you all for letting me be a part of that, and I want to say that we're going to keep you all in our prayers. Let's go to the Lord, folks, and we're going to go to this morning's newsletter, which was titled... Great title for today's newsletter, too. Light versus darkness. Which one is more powerful? This morning, newsletter, I wrote, Happy Friday, what a week. I'm so excited about the future of this show, and I hope, and I am so happy to continue doing this job for you. Let's pray that, to God that he can and will provide what we need to make sure that this show continues. Verse of the day, John 1, 5. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness can never extinguish it. This is, a, this is wonderful. This is such a powerful verse and a crazy thing to think about. Let me paint you a picture. Think of the darkest room or the darkest area of space. Think about it. It is so powerful. You are blind and helpless wandering around in that darkness. No direction, no sight, no hope. But the minute that the smallest amount of light gets introduced to the darkest of areas, it illuminates and shows you everything. The most powerful darkness can never snuff out the smallest of lights. But the smallest amount of light can destroy the most darkest rooms or the darkest areas. That is Jesus. Do not live in the dark any longer. Do not live scared. Do not live hopeless. And do not live lost. Live free. Live hopeful. And full of joy and direction. It's a free gift. Take it. Receive it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. It's a very, very, really, it's a very amazing concept when you think about it. It's a very amazing concept that you can take the darkest of areas in the darkest abyss of space and you just introduce a little light to it and it changes everything. And that, my friends, is Jesus. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one on this Friday. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The darkest areas can be illuminated to where you have sight and where you have a vision of where you're supposed to go with even the tiniest of lights shining through. 
What a great, great concept, and what a great thing to know as we move closer to God. Commercial break, Real America's Voice News, live from America. We've got a great show. Please stay with us right after this. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the week where we are on our Friday of having no evening show. That's why we are doing the um, the commercials during this morning show. Thank you so very much, by the way, um, for the help that you guys are all sending in. I see it all. It's wonderful. It's great. God bless each and every one of you. That's what we need right there. We need to continue to have hope. We need to continue to help people. I know a lot of people do ask, how do you vet these people? How do you how do you make sure that it's the right people? We do. We make sure it is. We're never sending your donations to people who are lying. Although we do get them, trust me, we do get quite a lot of them. Uh, every, anywhere where anybody knows where there's money that they could possibly get if they needed it, there's going to be a lot of bad people that flock in. We do our due diligence and we make sure the people are who they are. And, uh, so just know, and just, you know, be, be privy to that information. Okay. Um, could use prayers today. Lost my earthly father two years ago, having a rough day. Well, we're going to pray for your father, and we're going to pray for you, and we're going to pray for your family. Uh, please, ladies and gentlemen, uh, say prayers um, for those in need. I didn't catch the name. I just caught the uh, what they said. Jeremy, have you seen Blue's Clues Pride Parade? Yes, I have. Blue's Clues has gone woke for a long time, actually. The light is contagious, says Sissy. Amen. Jeremy, send Bobby Driver our love and prayers. We'll do that, Lisa. God bless. Donnie C. is in the building. Good morning. I'm ready to get to work for a bit and see how it goes. Donnie, that's great news. You've been through so much. Oh, the light is shining through, Donnie. God bless. Thank you so very much. That's a great update. I love helping people, Trisha, uh, that people like Trisha that, that are very humble. Pinky Summers, $200 to Trisha and her family and for Bobby Driver. Wow, great people. Look at this, another 100 coming in for Bobby and Trisha. And get, again, guys, if you donate, let us know who you're donating on Rumble Rants or into the website for, because some may be coming in for the show and for Eli, so I just want to make sure we have it separated the way it's supposed to be, okay? Great news, though, Donnie. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you guys are going to love today's show. Today, we got a great show today. Even We got a little bit of bad news, but it's always, always um, overshadowed by the good news and, and the uh, the path for fighting, so... Jeremy, I sent you books I mentioned a few weeks ago. I did not catch the rest of that. I'm so very sorry. Um, If I see it again, I'll make sure that I answer it. Terry, it is my blessing to answer and read your comments. It is a blessing to me to do that. Uh, So thank you. All right. Come back and let's get busy. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, where you get real news and honest views. And here I want to, I want to um, ask all of you, if you love this show on Real America's Voice News, if you watch Real America's Voice News day in and day out and it's your favorite news station, please let me and Real America's Voice News know what you think about this show. Let them give any suggestions that you can on how we can make the show better, or how Real America's Voice News could get the show out to more people. I would appreciate that. Let us know what you think of the show. I love constructive criticism, so don't worry. Let's get to the first and foremost section of the day. 
Put your cups up. I got coffee always. You know how I am with my coffee. But whatever it is you're drinking on, let's have our first slurp and let's get to the first and foremost section. I want to tell you guys why I love Marjorie Taylor Greene so much. Not only because she's a friend of mine. Marjorie Taylor Greene and I go way back. And I mean way back to the point where we were at rallies of 20 and 30 people trying to wake people up and give people hope and some fight into their spirit. And I got to say, the reason why I love Marjorie Taylor Greene so much is because of that fighting spirit that she has. And I keep explaining to you, I will not surround myself with anybody who is not a fighter for God and the red, white, and blue. And she is a fighter. And I only back fighters from now on. There is a reason that the left and the rhinos hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. There's a reason that the left and the rhinos hate Madison Cawthorn. There's a reason that the rhinos and the Democrats hate me and all of you. It's because we are bringing down their imperialistic, elitist house of cards, and we're doing it without any care in the world that they call us racist, bigot, homophobes, or any other word that they use to try to demoralize and defame us. It isn't working anymore. But here's the latest um, news coming from the Marjorie Taylor Greene fighting camp, and that is she is going after, speaking of fighting, she is going after the late-night talk show host losers like Jimmy Kimmel and the rest of them. If they want to keep her name in their mouths and they want to continue to defame and do what they accused us for doing so long, well, then we're going to flip the tables. We're going to turn the tables. We're going to flip the script on them, and we're going to fight them the same way they fight us because they hate it. They hate it. They hate the fact that they can't use the word groomers and, re- and, and repurpose it into a new meaning. They hate the fact that they can't stop fighters like Marjorie Taylor Greene and many others. They hate the fact that look at just look at Jerry Nadler from the, from the cold open. Look how he hated the fact that Chip Roy was using his five minutes to look at him and say, No, I don't care about who's here. I'm going to use my five minutes to demoralize and defame you for the stuff that you've done. I love it. I love it. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Let's get into this story. I'm sure you've already heard about it, but Marjorie Taylor Greene has reported Jimmy Kimmel to the Capitol Police for his jokes about assaulting a female Republican representative. Now, 10 years ago, who cares, right? Whatever, say what you want to say. But since you've destroyed our country so badly on all of this PC, political correctness, don't say this, don't say this because you might hurt this person's feelings, well, we're going to fight back. And we're going to shoot the same kind of bullets that you've been shooting at us. On Tuesday, Jimmy Kimmel joked with his audience that someone should smack Marjorie Taylor Greene in the face, Will Smith style for not supporting Katanji Brown-Jackson, which, by the way, by the way, when we show the world and when we prove to the world, not to all of you because you know it, that Joe Biden is truly an illegitimate president, then anything that he did while he was president is null and void, and that includes a nomination to the Supreme Court. Let's worry about that later. Democrats thought it was funny. His whole audience clapped and laughed when he said, where is Will Smith when you need him about slapping Marjorie Taylor Greene? Now, this shouldn't be a surprise because Jimmy Kimmel has a long history of misogynistic behavior. Remember when he was back on The Man Show with Adam Carolla? Remember when he called women tramps and he had women jumping on trampolines as kind of a clever, uh, clever analogy? The guy's a scumbag. He's always been a scumbag. He's a worthless, 
loser that nobody cares about. He's so out of touch with the American people and what the American people want. He has a face you can forget. He has a voice you can forget. He has a show you can forget. He has a personality that you can forget. He is no, nobody would remember this man for anything. Even his own family, are, isn't, are, they're not going to remember him for anything because he's that much of a dull loser. All right? I just wanted to point out my opinion of Jimmy Kimmel. And I'd love to have 10 minutes alone with him in a room, not to hurt him, not to beat him, just to tell him how much of a scumbag, loser, wussy he is. That's all. And on Thursday, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene yesterday reported Jimmy Kimmel to the Capitol Police. Now, I will play you the, the clip in which uh, Marjorie reported him for. Now, again, I don't think Marjorie really, really feels that she's in any danger, but with the world that we're in today and with the way that the left just as that beck and call for anybody that's doing their own dog whistles, they like to use that term against us, you never know what can happen. So let's go ahead and play this uh, Jimmy Kimmel clip now. <clears throat> again, this is what he said. That are uh, in the house, like Marjorie Taylor Greene. This woman, Klan mom, is especially upset <laughs> with the three Republican senators who said they'll vote yes on Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, who's nominated for the Supreme Court. She tweeted, Murkowski, Collins, and Romney are pro-pedophile. They just voted for KBJ. Wow, where is Will Smith when you really need him, huh? <laughs> Now, I get it. It's a joke. I get that it's a joke. But he called her clan mom, too. And that is where it starts getting a little dicey. When you call somebody a clan member or a clan mom, and then you say, where's, Smith, where's Will Smith when you need him? You're starting to cross that line of joke to, hey, there's some crazy people out there that will go and try to hurt her and her family because you called her a Klan member. And anybody who did vote for Katanji Brown-Jackson is a pedophile sympathizer at the very least. I wish Jimmy Kimmel would say that stuff about me. I wish that I was on Jimmy Kimmel's radar just for a second and he said anything like that about me because I would beg to go on his show. I would beg to go on his show and I would handle it like men. But anyway, we're going to go ahead right now. Smarty Award of the Day, folks. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Two can play that game. And that's exactly what we're doing. I'll bet you old Jimmy Kimmel will think twice before he has another joke about uh, harming a sitting United States congresswoman. What a loser this guy is. And a nothing. Anyway, let's move on to somebody in the Democratic Party that hasn't been so much of a loser lately, and that is Senator Kirsten Cinema. Now, for the last year, Senator Kirsten Cinema has been such a thorn in the side of the Biden regime that even Democrats in this party, high-ranking Democrats at that, have put out full-on attack campaigns, ads, to get rid of Kirsten Cinema in her next election, which is quite a ways away. And through all of that, through following her to bathrooms, to harassing her on the streets, it's all part of the job, I get it, to all of this stuff going on, she has, has held firm and has stood firm on her beliefs. And for that, I have to applaud her. Ladies and gentlemen, Kirsten Cinema has now delivered another blow to the 
broke back Biden, broke back busted, build back better revival that the Democrats hope to bring back from the dead. But Kirsten Cinema says, nah, I don't think so. You're not going to do that. Democrat Kirsten Cinema dealt a fatal blow to the illegitimate regime and their hope for the build back better bill. Joe Biden has been trying to revive his Marxist broke back busted bill after Democrat Senator Joe Manchin dug in his heels and announced that he would not support the measure. Cinema is now telling donors that she agrees with Manchin and will not support the broke back busted Biden bill. Axios reported this and last year, Senator Joe Manchin publicly sounded the death, uh, the death kill for Joe Biden's build back better agenda. And Senator Kirsten Sinema, his fellow holdout, is privately concurring as Axios has learned. Why it matters? Because in closed door conversations, Sinema has told donors a path to revival is unlikely. That's dampened expectations in Congress and that Congress will act on a slimmed-down bill before Memorial Day. It also means that any revived Triple B legislation faces um, a very, very tough route back to the center of the Senate agenda. No one's reached out to cinema about the, uh, about the contours of the slimmed-down deal uh, that Manchin has talked, uh, discussed, and people familiar with Axios report the same thing. Instead, Cinema's telling donors most of her focus is on the $10 billion of COVID relief, the so-called China competition legislation, and modifications on the Electoral Reform Act. A Cinema spokesman per, a spokesperson declined to comment about any of that. But ladies and gentlemen, this is just another piece of proof that Biden is such a nobody compared to his predecessor and who I think is still the president of the United States, Obama, and you all saw that last week, that not even his own party can be reeled in to vote for what they want them to vote for. The whole administration is coming apart at the seams, and I, for one, love to see it. Take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Big shout-out to Kirsten Cinema. Let's keep fighting. We'll be right back. Hey, you know what? You got to give you got to give dues where they're where they need to go. Jeremy, can Sabrina make a directory of all of our info? That way, when someone goes missing, you can reach out to us. We don't have time to do that. Unfortunately, we don't barely have time to do what we're doing now. Um, But if somebody wants to take a uh, initiative on that in the life from America family, that would be greatly appreciated. We just don't have that. We don't like I said, we don't even have the time to do all the stuff that we have now. So we're still trying to get caught up from a year ago. And uh, maybe someday we'll be able to do that. We'll be able to facilitate that. But we barely have enough income to have Eli here. And uh, we already have to pray to God that we get enough to provide for that. Um, So we'll work on that. But if anybody wants to take that initiative, then definitely. Sound is gone, somebody said. Does everybody still have sound? I still have sound. Just want to make sure. Uh, Somebody please tell me if you still hear the video. Where is the PayPal money? Still in hold, actually. 180 days from January 17th. And they still will not tell me what day they're going to give it back or how much they're going to give back. Crazy stuff, isn't it? 
And I believe that was, I can't, what was that, like six grand? Something like that? I'd love to have that back. That would be great. You guys really pitched in and helped cover that when it happened. Okay, sound is good. Good, good, good. I'm going to jump over to Getter real quick. I want to talk to the Getter family real fast if I could. I see Suzanne. How you doing? Good to see you. Amanda Collins. Hey, how you doing? Vicky says, no, I got sound. Good. Everybody has sound. So it must just be the person who said they had no sound. Christy Burns, how are you? Good to see you. Leslie, good to see you. Rumble must be down. No, Rumble's not down. Rumble's still up. Get her sound back. Okay. I have sound. Yeah, really weird. I don't know what happened to some people. At least we're back now. That's all we have. To, that's all we know, right? Um, we're going to dig into the Biden crime family for a minute. Get a lawyer, Jeremy. Well, I got to wait till the 180 days up. It is their policy. Uh, again, a lawyer's money, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I hope, to, I hope PayPal goes down. I do. I definitely do. Lawyer up and sue their butts. Well, again, do we want to deplete anything that we do have in the Life from America Fund to do that kind of stuff? It's, uh, it's hard. To, it's hard. It's, it's really hard. You know what's crazy? Here's the crazy thing. We have about, I don't know, five, 6,000 people that watch live on social media every day. Think about this. And I know this could never be the case, but I got to thinking about this. If, if one person, if, if every 6,000 people spent like $2 a week to fund Life from America, imagine the funds we would have to do things. I'd be able to, I'd be able to send people to places uh, like hearings and stuff while I do the show back here. We'd be able to help so many people out. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it, all, I'm say, all I say is I am grateful for what we have, and I just go to God every day and say, God, what do we need for the day? God, what do we need for the day? And so far, he's been able to keep us going for over a year. So I'm grateful for that. That's all I care about. It's all I care about, that we continue to keep the show going and do what the show has done for the last year. Let's come back from this break, and let's get into getting into the Biden crime family for a bit. There we go. And we're back here on Live from America. Thank you very much for sticking with us here tonight on Real America's Voice News. And again, we always have some great conversation during the, com- uh, during the commercial breaks. So if you ever want to watch the show on social media, you at least get to have some conversation with the Live from America family, and it's always helpful. Whether it's them helping me or me helping them, it's always a great, great time. Let's dig back into the Biden crime family for a minute, folks, because I think to me this is far more important than anything going on in Russia or Ukraine. And that's why I've stopped talking about that over there. I've stopped talking about that all over there because it's all a lie. It is all a propaganda machine being pushed by Ukraine, NATO, and the United States, and Russia. And I just got no time for it anymore. Unless something really big happens out of there, we will not be touching back on that. And we're going to focus on what the problems that we have right here based on the illegitimate president that's in the White House right now. So we're going to dig and we're going to continue to dig into this Biden crime family. And I would like to flash back, if I could, to text messages that showed that Vice President Biden and his wife colluded to suppress Hunter Biden's actions with a certain minor. Now, I've been telling you for a long time, Hunter's a pedophile. Biden is a pedophile. It runs in their family. And we're going to break and we're going to continue to dig on this and remind people exactly what's going on in this crime family. Yesterday, it was reported 
that former Vice President Joe Biden, who snapped at a reporter who dared to ask him about his son Hunter back when he, remember when all this was going on and somebody would say something to, uh, to uh, Joe about um, Hunter and he'd snap at him? But, uh, but uh, Biden can't get out of this. He's not going to be able to get out of this one, one way or another. Biden did not let WYOU reporter Andy Mehelschik get through his question before snapping during event Saturday, during an event on Saturday. Questions and con- controversy continue today about your son, Hunter. Mehelschik began. Biden was having no part of that. He says, there is no controversy, he interjected. You lying dog-faced pony soldier. That's all a lie, man. It's a flat lie because the president has nothing to, uh, uh, else to run on, Biden said. This was back when he was in the campaign. That's why we're flashing back. Biden does not want you to believe your own eyes, folks. Of course, Biden is the only one who's lying in all of this, as leaked emails have revealed deep levels of corruption and homemade pornography of his son, who's smoking crack with prostitutes and doing some god-awful sexual things on the Internet from here all the way to China. Now, Hunter Biden sent the following text to his family where he shared that someone is accusing him of being sexually inappropriate around her daughter. This is why Hunter claims he is not allowed to be alone with that person. So I would like to, if we could, let's go to some of these and let's just put them on the screen. Everything's blocked out except for what we want to read. So let's go ahead and do this. Hopefully you can see the screen here. Right here, it says, tell people I am sexually inappropriate with her daughter. I want to move on. In other text messages from Hunter to his family friend, Hunter shares that his mother, Jill Biden, propagates the claims that Hunter is sexually inappropriate around the children and Vice President Joe Biden is aware of it. Scroll right here. Here, right here. Or my mom tells him things like I am sexually inappropriate with the children. So tell me, please, how do I keep my kids without killing myself in the process? This is a very, very, very broken and dysfunctional family, folks. I mean, it goes very deep. Now, in other text messages sent to Hunter Biden from his Uncle Jim, who we talked about yesterday, um, Uncle Jim shares that both he and former Vice President Joe Biden are upset with accusations of inappropriately, but of, of, of impropriety, excuse me, but they don't believe them. Jim and Joe Biden want to discuss with Hunter so they can all get their stories straight. Let me read some more from this. Hunter, it's imperative you call me or your father. Your father is getting, as I am, barraged by expletive. He has not responded, and I have not responded. We both agree with and trust you. She is spreading what you told me, and I believe you are all lies. This is about him having sexual, sexual, uh, not intercourse, but some kind of sex implications towards a young girl, her daughter. Once again, we both need your side of the story so we can both shove it down her expletive throat this is the kind of talk that goes on i'm telling you i implore you to call me please we are on your side i believe you this is nothing short of character assassination love you uncle jim when does your plane arrive i'll pick you up please send the info i love you pal just between your dad me 
and you. In an email to colleagues and fellow board member on Burisma, the now felon Devin Archer, uh, Hunter, Hunter explains he, how he's not allowed to be around a certain person without his father, Joe Biden, being there. Okay, let me read more of this to you. Yes, it seems like an endless test of my sanity. To hate as much as, as do right now is beyond dangerous. Won't let me see expletive without my father present. Can you expletive imagine that? That expletive basically is messed up that I have expletive shielded for two years and taken all the heat is keeping me from taking to or being around her name. And then it mentions torture and some other stuff that I'm not even really going to get into because it's kind of sick. But then it goes on and says, I love you, blah, expletive, but your mom just decided that she is willing to risk having you taken from you from her rather than spend a month with family in Malibu, California. She told Pop that she would call the police if I tried to see you. When she lies and says she never said that, call Pop and ask him. It's just a bunch of Google gobbly stuff put together, but long story short, if you can decipher between the terrible grammar that's going on in here, what's going on, it's basically that Hunter Biden is accused of doing sexually inappropriate things with a minor child in his own family, so not only pedophilia, but also um, incest, and that he's not allowed to be around her without his father president or, president or his uncle present, which would let you know that they all knew about all of this disgusting stuff, pedophilia, drug use, gun use, non-registered guns, this, that, and the other, and incest with his own family, All of this was going on, folks, while Joe Biden was running for the presidency of the United States of America. And the mainstream media would not let us get it out. They would not let Trump get it out. They would not let the world know about it. Because if the world, even Democrats in this world, were to see what's in these text messages or what is in these emails, not a single person would have showed up to stand in the tiny little circle that was already reserved for the five that did show up to any of his rallies. These texts paint a horrible picture of what is going on behind the scenes in the Biden family. There's a good question here that I would like to, somebody to answer in the Biden family. What is going on in the Biden household? If a minor was involved, why did no one contact the police? Why did Jill not contact the police? Why did, um, why did the young girl not contact the police? Why did Jim not contact the police? Why did anybody close to them not contact the police? Why was this hidden from the public? Was it because it would tarnish Joe's political image? Most importantly, is the child safe now? That's the question. And what happened to that child during all of this? This, all these questions that I'm asking and all these things that I'm reading, this is all getting ready to come out to the world. The world is starting to see now what the mainstream media and big tech covered up, and they're starting to see that we were right the entire time. And they're also starting to see the very sick images that were on that laptop. Mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, if this is not an attempt by the Democrats to get rid of Joe Biden, this sure will get rid of Joe Biden one way or the other. I believe it has something to do with President Trump saying the deep state will be brought to heel and the process has already begun. It's a story for another day. Right now we're going to take another break. Be right back.
What do you guys think? Do you guys think that this stuff that we're talking about with Hunter Biden and the stuff that gets gets deeper that, that implicates Joe, do you think this is what's going to bring him down? And if so, do you think that the Democrats are in on releasing all this information lately? Or do you think this is something the Democrats did not want to come out? And do you think this is something that Trump said is inevitable and the deep state is already being brought to heel? Let me know in the comment section. Let me know by email because I want to know what all of you think because collectively we're going to have to put this together and see where we all are so that we can be on the same page so that one way or another, whoever is at the re- whoever is to thank for all of this finally coming out to the world, we want to make sure we fight with them and make sure that it takes them down for good. Drain the swamp. Nolan Wallace on the... On the uh, LFA producer page says, my veins are popping out of my neck. Barbara says, I think it's all of the guys in that family. Bonnie says, Trump and the deep state. Stacy says, Trump. Suzanne says, this family is sick. You are correct, my dear. You are correct. Um, they did not want it to come out for sure, says Jatfish. The Democrats are in on it, says Sharon. Yes, but it's taking way too long, said Lisa. Is it, though? Is it taking way too long for us to wait for God's time? We got to keep thinking of that. Where is Ashley Biden? It's a good question, sissy. Jill is sick, Amy says. Yes, she is. Rush Limbaugh reported on all of this. It went too fast. I'm sorry, I couldn't read the rest. Not sick, evil. That's a good word. Everything the Dems do is planned, says CD Service. They are done with Biden. Well, I'm glad to see your guys' opinions on everything. And uh, (laughs) all of it's just crazy to me. It's just crazy that we live in a world where we have definite proof of somebody having sex with children, smoking crack with foreign prostitutes, and taking illegal money from foreign governments, and that person is still not in prison. And the reason why is because we have the, the corruption goes all the way up through the Department of Justice, the Pentagon, the five-star Army generals, the five-star Navy uh, admirals. All of this stuff, folks, is, is at the deepest levels of our government. And that is why there's nobody to come and save the day. That's why we have to come save the day. Jack Maxey says, Java girl, we can't forget about Jack Maxey. We just reported on him the other day. Let's come back from this. You're really going to like this next segment. Well, some of it anyway. Here we go. And folks, welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Look, I love the truth. I love fighters and I love the truth. The truth is a blessing and a gift given to us by God Almighty himself. Without God, there is no truth. Without truth, there is no God. We are so blessed and lucky to be able to have the truth because the truth not only sets you free, but it also will take down the evil in your world. Maybe not on your time, but definitely on God's time. And God promises that all things that are done in dark will have a light shed on them as we go back and reference the verse of the day. And all things done in dark will be brought to light, period. It is and it always will be by the great I am. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about that, and let's talk about it right now because even NBC is forced to admit the truth to the world. 
and all of this stuff is starting to come out, and I absolutely love it. What a great time to be alive. But NBC reported yesterday that all of the people in the intelligence, in the Biden administration, lied and released Russia-Ukraine intelligence that was all made up. Now, you and I knew that. Anybody with a half a brain knew that. Anybody that understood uh, Vladimir Zelensky and the propaganda machine coming out of Ukraine, which is just as big as any other country, folks, everybody knew the truth. But now NBC is even forced to talk about the quiet part out loud. Let's go to NBC right now and let's listen to them admit that the Biden administration lied and the intelligence community, a community in the Biden administration made things up about this Russia-Ukraine conflict. Check this out. Going on there and what NBC News has learned about that claim this week from three different U.S. officials. Yeah, that was a great example of what we're talking about. That was based on declassified intelligence, but we're also told the intelligence wasn't very clear about what exactly was going on. And they decided to disclose it as a way of deterring uh, Russia from doing that and putting the world on notice that this could happen. And that's really, that's what's going on here, the big picture. This is an unprecedented use of declassified intelligence. We've never seen this level of information warfare before from the U.S. government. And what they're doing is they're trying to preempt the Russians, get ahead of Russian disinformation, even mess with Vladimir Putin's brain, as one person put it, uh, leave him off balance to try to show that the United States knows what Russia is up to and is going to get ahead of it. Um, it's, it's really rather remarkable. Another example was when they announced that Russia had gone to China uh, to ask for help with, what, with getting some weapons. That hasn't come to pass yet, and it was almost a way of putting China on notice. Hey, we know what's going on here. Don't let this happen. So really interesting and unprecedented yeah. use of intelligence here, Alice. Yeah, and Ken, as you just said, not just intelligence here, unprecedented use. One U.S. official telling you it doesn't even have to be solid intelligence when we talk about it. It's more important to get out ahead of them, Putin specifically, before they do something. It's preventative. Uh, what else have you learned about that strategy? Well, you know, that, that may have been a little too candid uh, for some folks at the White House. Th their yeah. <laughs> message is basically everything we say is vetted and rock solid. And there is a process. It's run by the National Security Council. It, it's so robust that the director of national intelligence and other intelligence agencies have had to surge staff and resources to this declassification process because they have to scrub this intelligence to make sure that whatever they're releasing doesn't expose sources and methods. That, that source was absolutely correct. It's clear what the strategy is here, is to get stuff out um, that is designed to, again, you know, show the Russians, you know, the United States knows what they're doing, put the world on notice that this is happening. Remember, they talked about that false flag operation that they thought Russia was going to try to do at the start of the invasion. You know, that, that never came to pass, but that may have been preempted by the U.S. releasing that information, Allison. Can... I don't even know where to begin to dissect that, but let's do that. Information that was designed. Hear the words that he said. Information that was designed. Intelligence doesn't even have to have any kind of truth behind it. There, has to be, there doesn't even have to be any merit behind it. It is designed to get ahead of Russian propaganda. It is to let Russia know that we too can do propaganda. So what they're saying is that the United States of America, and it's it's... It's vast intelligence agencies made things up to get their propaganda out ahead of the Russia propaganda 
in order to stay inside Vladimir Putin's head to mess with him and to put the world and him on notice that two can play at the same game. That's what you just heard in a very, very calculated and strategic way of putting out rhetoric. They designed it. They built it. They manufactured it. They made it. What is the itch? Propaganda. The why? Because they wanted to get it out ahead of Russia's propaganda. Two wrongs don't make a right. You ever heard that growing up? If that's not the pot calling the kettle black, you ever heard that growing up? So your idea, the Biden administration's idea, is to lie to the taxpayer, lie to the American people, lie to the world, possibly get the world involved in World War III, utilize your TV-producing, lying, scumbag, corrupt Nazi loser Volodymyr Zelensky in Ukraine, working in tandem together, going around, going on people's feeds, coming in at the Grammy, coming in at different people's parliamentary uh, hearings and saying, we need more money, we need you to help us, we need you to do this, the Russians are doing this, Russia, 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 and it was all propaganda in order to get inside what you call as a madman's head and a dictator's head who is so unstable that at any minute he could press the nuke button and start World War III, and that was your plan? That was your plan? You have got to be the most stupid, ignorant, illegitimate, unqualified group of people that I have ever had the displeasure of watching, listening to, hearing from, or reporting on. You massive amounts of losers. What in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on here? We almost got in World War III. We might still get in World War III because the United States wants to play a propaganda game. Are you sick of it? You sick of it yet? You sick and tired of it? I'm sick and tired of it. I don't even know what to say about it. All I know to say is, th- is, is this. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day, the entire Biden administration and everybody who works for him. You're nothing but a bunch of losers, cowards, uneducated morons. And you just admitted, and NBC just admitted, based on what you told them, that everything you do is a lie. And you think we're stupid. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's who we should be investigating. That's who there should be committees um, built for. Instead, they want to spend all their time investigating Trump. As a matter of fact, let me give you a statistic that you might not know. Ready for this? President Donald J. Trump has now been investigated, statistically, more than Billy the Kid, Jesse James, Al Capone and John Gotti combined. These are mob bosses and killers. And President Trump has been investigated. And every time they go into a dead end because it's a hoax, more than all of these crime bosses, crime syndicate leaders and murderers combined. And yet you want us to pay our taxes to you so that we can pay you to do this? America is no longer a place of freedom and justice for conservatives. President Trump proves that. President Trump released a statement yesterday evening about the uh, obvious. The monsters have taken over our country. They certainly have taken over our Department of Justice. And America has a justice system that is crooked and two-tiered. 
And now they're calling for more investigations. New York Attorney General Letitia James did not get the mic dropped on her enough two weeks ago when, peop- when her entire case fell apart and there was nothing to do with President Trump whatsoever. Now she wants a judge to hold President Donald J. Trump in contempt and fined $10,000 a day every day that he refuses to turn over documents to her and her sham investigation just because she wants them even though the judge didn't order it. Not only that, the illegitimate Justice Department and their head, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, is now investigating President Donald J. Trump's handling of classified White House records taken to Mar-a-Lago. Their last investigation of the seven hours of tape, seven hours of phone calls and recordings on January 6th, they're gone. The walls are closing in on Trump. We've got him now. We're going to get him. We're going to get this orange loser once and for all. Oh, never mind. We found the seven hours. Russia. Russia must have done it. Nope. Found out Hillary Clinton paid for it. What do we can't do that? Hmm. Taxes. Oh, Letitia James. They're going to get his taxes. Got his taxes. Couldn't do anything there. Hmm. Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. Ah, we're going we're gonna to get him because of his handling of classified documents that went from the White House to Mar-a-Lago. Mm, I can tell you right now. Spoiler alert. You're not going to get him there either. President Trump has been investigated more than some of the largest crime syndicate leaders in the country of all time. And what is this? What is his crime? Tell me what his crime is. I'll tell you what his crime is. His crime is wanting to drain the swamp. Draining the swamp comes with a price. Draining the swamp comes with a price that I'm happy to pay. And I'll be right there with you, President Trump. Let's do this. More Life from America right after this. What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about that? On Rumble, Stu Peters dropped a bomb that will shake up the world today. Well, that's good. I haven't seen the Stu Peters show in a long time. Matter of fact, like I told you yesterday, I have not sat down and watched an entire show of anything in I don't even know how long. Months. I don't have time. Just don't have time. Telling the truth, amen, says Sharon. God bless you. I dislike them all with a passion. (laughs) So do I. What are you guys saying over on Getter? Let me go over to Getter and see what you're saying over there. Trump ain't scared, says Terry. Amen. Amen. Benny Klaus says, Garland's stupid, shaky, petrified voice makes me angry. He knows he's going down. Dan says, Jeremy is on fire. Fuego. Full throttle, ready to rumble, says Alicia Wyda. That's my girl. Let's get him. Let's get him. Jamie says, drain the swamp. Amen and hallelujah. And Snow Baby on Rumble says, totally agree, Jeremy. Linda on Facebook says, I thought that was to be dropped on Stu Peters on Monday. I'm not even sure what you guys are talking about. If there's something on Trump, it would have been found out by now. Linda Conrad, he's obviously said several times he doesn't want to be again. He'd rather be in the background running and letting someone else be the front and center. And I believe him. I don't know who you're talking about, Suzanne. I just saw your comment. But uh, I love the fact that you guys have conversation. And you know what I really love? I love the way you guys have conversation and you disagree with each other and you work it out like human beings. That's the greatest part of this group. Really is. Jeremy, that was a great monologue. LFA producer Eli, make that into a shareable clip. Oh, we will. We will. Let's come back. Wrap this, uh, let, wrap this day up, shall we? Uh, tonight is my... Uh, we had three birthdays in April, and tonight is my uh, my son who's been having a lot of hard time lately with believing in God. 
I've been working diligently with him, showing him rather than telling him about the love of God. And tonight I'm taking him and his buddy to the movies, so I can't wait for that. And uh, we'll already be in the movies an hour before I, I would normally go live if we had a night show. So really looking forward to that tonight. So please pray for my son that he comes back to God in his own way and the way God wants him to. It's, I'm really working hard on that, okay? And make sure, guys, you guys, uh, the child gear, the kids gear on Live from America, JeremyHerald.com, it's going quick. It's going fast. We just got another box in today. The Biden gas money hats will be back in next week. And the same thing with the Armor of God sweatsuits, which are the bomb, by the way. Thank you to Jane and Advantage Specialties down in Florida. Let's come back and do this. Finish this out strong, folks. That's how I love to finish out a day. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, guys. God bless each and every one of you on this beautiful Friday. I hope you guys have all had a great uh, had a great week. I know we've had a great week on Live from America. We've done some great things, and more importantly, we've done the Lord's work. Now, I want to end the show. I want to end the show with a video that you've probably seen circulating throughout yesterday and throughout the day today. But just in case you haven't seen it, I'm going to show it to you. And for those who have seen it, it's definitely worth a watch again. What you're about to see, and this gives me so much hope. Oh, does this give me so much hope? What you're about to see is a young college student basically stand up and confront CNN's Brian Stelter about disinformation and fake news. Now, this is at a disinformation event. This is at a disinformation conference that CNN is headlining, talking about disinformation. Kind of odd. But what I love about this and why this gives me so much hope is that we are reaching the youth of this nation, whether it be through Charlie Kirk, whether it be through um, you know, Candace Owens or anybody else out there busting their hump every day to get the message out. This is promising. Check this out. Watch how floored Brian Stelter is. Uh, hi, thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, my question is for Mr. Seltzer. Uh, you've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jussie Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Sandman as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the, uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative? Uh, all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? It's too bad, it's time for lunch. <laughs> uh, you have 30 seconds. No, I mean, there's a, there's a clock that says 30 seconds. But, but I think my honest answer to you, and I will, I'll come over and talk in more detail after this, is that I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Uh, <laughs> but I understand that that is a popular right-wing narrative about CNN. I think it's important when we talk about shared reality and democracy, all these networks, all these news outlets have to defend democracy. And when they screw up, admit it. Uh, but when Benjamin Hall, the Fox correspondent, was wounded in Ukraine, the news crews at CNN and the New York Times stopped what they were doing, and they tried to help. They tried to help him get out of the country. They tried to find the dead crew members. That's what news outlets do. That's how they actually do work together to your question about sharing those kinds of connections and trust. We don't talk about it enough, though. We don't share that reality about how that happens. 
And with regards to the regime, I think you mean the President Biden. The last time I spoke with a Biden aide, we yelled at each other. So that's the reality of the news business that people don't see, that people don't hear. Oh, well, thank you very much, Brian Stelter, for telling us all how it works, Mr. Potato Head. Um, you're a liar. Your network's going down. The bottom's falling out of your entire network. They don't want you there anymore, and neither do we. Thank you for giving us a disinformation conference. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great weekend. Keep God close and a smile on your face. Visit JeremyHarrell.com, and we'll see you on Monday. Have a great night. See ya. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we want.